When you've taken your students to take part in an adventurous activity, when you've sat there and observed how they are dealing with the experience, how they're processing the, the experience, you might have noticed them kind of going through three different states of mind. And those three different states of mind could be easily broken down into a comfort state. That's where they feel completely at ease with the activity they're taking on, with the group that they've been in, with the weather, how they're feeling. They're in complete comfort, complete control. There's another state, which is the stretch state. So this is where your students have taken a step out of their comfort zone. They they are taking part in an activity which maybe makes them challenge themselves slightly, makes them a little bit nervous. They might be working with new people, so they're having to develop new relationships and figure out how they can find common ground and communicate with those new people in their group. You might have also noticed them go into a completely negative state, into this state of panic where they no longer want to take part in the activity. They want to completely remove themselves from the activity. This could be because the activity itself is scaring them, is pushing them too far outside of that comfort zone. Or it might be that they're just not working with the people in their group very well. And they find that spending time with those people just really is a difficult challenge for them. And they have to get themselves away because otherwise they're just so upset and so angry and so frustrated. Well, a guy called Kyle Ruck, I believe I've said his second name right, has developed a social skills tool that breaks down how people react in an experience. And that is called the comfort, stretch and panic model. So the comfort model is Imagine someone feeling completely in control of their environment, completely in control of the experience. They're happy with everything that's going around with them. They're not scared. They don't feel like they're under pressure. They're just very at ease with everything which is going on. The stretch zone is, in this model, the, the place where development can, can happen. The stretch zone is where someone's had to take a step out of their comfort zone. They're taking part in an activity or maybe working with a group of people, which is making them, is applying a certain level of pressure on them that they're having to rise to the challenge. They're having to find new ways of communicating with the, the team. They're finding new ways to support, be empathetic and sympathetic to the people in their teams. Or maybe they're having to take a moment just to steady their nerves before they take part in an activity. That is the stretch zone. It's the area where you can learn about yourself, uh, develop your skills, either social skills or uh, your personal growth skills. There is a final section in this model, which is called the panic section. Now, in Carl's model, the panic session is where someone's been pushed too far, too much pressure has been applied to the person. And they've gone into this state of panic, where everything is shut down. They're so frightened, so rattled, so uncomfortable that they can't process information in a positive or meaningful way. And they go into the I want to escape mode. 
So they're very dismissive of others. They're very dismissive of the environment and the experiences going around them. And they just need to leave. They even need to get away from the experience, away from the team. They just need a moment to steady themselves. The panic phase is a very negative point. This is the point where someone has been pushed too far and they never want to repeat the experience again. For example, let's say you've taken your group of students to an outdoor centre and they've taken part in a rock climbing session. There are some people who are really comfortable with heights. They go on go away on the weekends, they go climbing with their family, they're really comfortable at heights and they will whiz up the wall, hit the top of the wall, might even be a bell they can ring and then jump down the wall, skipping, cheering, laughing. That would be someone who is in that comfort zone. They've done it lots before, they've experienced this, they know how to manage themselves, they know what to expect. They're very much comfortable. The stretch zone might be someone going three quarters of the way up the wall and then needing to come back down in their harness. They might need some support from the floor with someone maybe pointing out the route or telling them that they're safe or they might need the reassurance that before they go too high up, they need to sit in their harness to know that the equipment's going to keep them safe. That would be someone in that stretch zone. They're trying their hardest, they're applying themselves, they're a bit nervous, but they're willing to give it a go and they're they're happy of when to say, do you know what, enough's enough, I need to come down. That would be someone who's operating in that stretch phase. The panic phase would be someone who is halfway up the wall and has gone into complete shock. They're gripping on, you can see their knuckles turning white, they're visibly very upset, they might even be crying or really frustrated. They're uh, asking very forcefully and aggressively that they want the experience to stop, but they also don't want to let go of the wall. They've gone into that sense of, oh, there's nothing I can do to help myself, but I also don't want to stay in this this point in, in the experience. That would be the panic phase. And this is the, the phase that when the person's feet does touch the floor at the bottom, they're like, I'm never going rock climbing again. And that's experience completely ruined because they went into that panic phase because they were pushed maybe a little bit too hard to take part in the activity. So comfort stretch and panic is a really simple, very useful tool that you can break down an experience and someone's pathway through that experience. Are they completely comfortable? Are they really challenging themselves and you need to offer a bit of support? Have they had too much pressure applied to them? They've gone past the point of stretch into that panic stage and no learning, no positive experience is going to come out from that phase. The model was developed off of the Yerkes-Dodson law. So this law poses that at peak performance, so someone to be um, operating at the very highest point of their ability, there needs to be a moderate amount of pressure. Because if there is no pressure whatsoever, if it's just that person who is being self-motivated uh, and is getting themselves up to uh, take part in the activity to try and um, continuously progress themselves, there's only a certain amount that they will do. Uh, if you make yourself slightly more accountable by applying pressure, i.e. having someone who will check the accountability, making sure you have done what you've said you were going to do, maybe you've put a time limit or there's a goal that you have in mind that you're working towards, those sorts of things are 
positive pressures they're positive stress they're the base level of stress that will get you up and and push you to step out of that comfort zone into that stress zone and start the growing process but it also mentions in this yerkes dodson law that if you apply too much pressure again that is when you will start to see fractures breakdowns and failures uh, because people become too overwhelmed they feel like they've been pushed into the experience rather being in control of the experience so two very well a, a very simple model based off of a really quite profound insight or thought in the yerkes dodson law these two things work really really well when you are getting people to, to take part in adventurous activities such as off-ground activities where you can you can understand that as as a human beings we normally have a, a couple of baseline fears and that's the fear of heights because we've evolved to know that if we fall we're going to hurt ourselves and the fear of loud sounds because in the past we were prey and so loud sounds equals predators coming so they're the two kind of universal things that most people become scared of and if we're asking your students to try and break down or even logic one of those baseline fears you can understand that that's instantly going to get them to take a step out of their comfort zone and into that stretch zone especially if it is one of their first experiences taking part in off-ground activities the other thing which tends to happen or the other experience that tends to happen where you see this quite apparently is um is when they take part in water sports activities. Because again, there's a lot of people who maybe aren't comfortable in water. They're not strong swimmers, or they are strong swimmers, but they just don't like the fact that they can't see to the bottom of the river or the lake. So again, you're asking people to take a step out of their, their comfort zone and into that stretch zone, because it's a new experience, new environment, and they need to learn to adapt and understand that wearing a buoyancy aid and going out with others that have the training to keep you safe is okay to jump in the water and mess around in lakes and rivers because you have things which are going to keep you safe you've put redundancies in place so if something does happen you've always got a backup plan and so the comfort stretch panic panic model can be really powerful if you explain the model to your students before taking part in one of these adventurous activities because then suddenly you've shined a light on the three different states and then when people are taking part and they're looking peer-to-peer -peer, they can understand why there might be someone who is taking a couple of minutes uh, before they take their next move on on the rock climbing wall because they might be a bit scared they're in that stretch zone but you them shouting up and going oh you're taking so long just hurry up or get down is applying too much pressure and pushing them into the panic area so you're shining a light you're making your other students aware of the experiences that everyone including themselves might have during the activities and to be sympathetic and empathetic towards each other because you're trying to make the best of the the situation the best of the activity and it's much easier for someone to stay inside that stretch zone if you're being supportive and you're being friendly and you're being kind rather than applying unnecessary pressure and pushing them into the panic zone 
So really simple model, works brilliantly when you pair it with some adventurous activities. And next time you go along to an outdoor center and you're um, getting your activity, your, your students to take part in one of these adventurous activities, I have, I've been speaking to a lot of teachers recently where they've, they've noted that the, the embedded learning and the use of models like plan, do, review, fail, fail uh, the five Ps, or indeed uh, comfort, stretch and panic has dropped massively. They tend to go there and it's almost a rinse and repeat um, activity experience from an apprentice at that activity center. But it doesn't mean that that, that session is going to be any less powerful if you take over that outdoor learning element if you can spend five or ten minutes before they take part of the activity looking at this comfort stretch and panic model then they are primed ready for the activity and you can uh, throughout the experience reference back to the model so that they understand what they're going through and they can be sympathetic to one another but also they know that they can recognize in their own performance oh i'm feeling scared right now but it's okay to feel scared because that's all part of life and all part of the experience. I know I'm safe and I can go a couple of couple of spaces higher. Or I know I've got this to this point. This is this is the point that I would like to stop. I'm going to ask ask the instructor to lower me back down now. And I know that everybody, when I come back down to the floor, is going to be happy that I gave it a go. So you're trying to prime them of setting goals, achieving goals regulating their own emotions and being sympathetic and empathetic to other people which are in the classes as well. Hopefully this is going to be a really powerful model for you. If you would like any assistance or you would like any you have any questions about the model and how you could deliver it to your students and all you got to do is click through to our website which is www.theoutdooredschool.co.uk you'll be able to find the contact details on the top bar phone us and email us unlimited online and over the phone support for anybody who's looking to use any of these resources paid or free so get in touch and we'll do our best to assist you if you enjoyed this episode you want to know more about different outdoor challenges team challenges problem solving events review models and so much more then click the follow page uh, follow button on our spotify page so you don't miss another episode until next time take it easy i'll speak to you soon bye